Welcome to Respiratory HQ's Journey to Success podcast, the podcast specifically for RT students because you all are the future of the respiratory therapy profession, and not everything you need for success can be found in your textbooks. I'm Tanya Peel. I'm so excited to be here to give you a little guidance and insight, a few tips, maybe a few tricks to help you be successful on your journey through respiratory therapy school. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome this week to the continuation of our accountability series. Um, I really realized something very cool yesterday. When I started this podcast, I I thought it was, you know, mostly going to be RT students that, that listened in on it. And I think that's, that's true. But I had a conversation yesterday with a fellow educator and they listened to it too, which is kind of neat. And I think it's really, really important because when we're talking through this accountability series, it's really a partnership between the instructors and a student. So I think it's really cool that I've got both sides of the group listening to this. And I hope that you are both finding the information here um, very relevant to what you're doing in the classroom. And it can just make the classroom and the learning environment better for you. So if you are just tuning in, um, a couple of episodes ago, we started what I call the accountability series. And we started out the first episode talking about the difference between responsibility and accountability because I as as an instructor have responsibilities and have an accountability system and as students your students have a responsibility to your learning and you have an accountability to somebody for that learning. So we just kind of differentiated between those two type of comments and or those two definitions And then the next episode, we talked a little bit about teaching and learning philosophies. So I had recently had to do an exercise that I had to write out my teaching philosophy. And if I really believe something, shouldn't I share that with the students? And if I have a teaching philosophy, surely the students have a learning philosophy. So we kind of talked about that and that there should be alignment between the instructor's teaching philosophy and the student's learning philosophy. And that in this partnership between the two, that's how learning actually happens. And so I shared to you that I've actually implemented an educational contract within my classroom that talks about what the students should expect from me and then what I should expect from the students. And we have all signed this contract and we're working every week to fulfill our part in this contract. But one of the things that's in this contract is... um, a component about engagement. So the students should expect me to deliver relevant and engaging content. And I actually have this in the contract. This is a statement. And I should expect the student to engage in the entire class period. Also, as a part of this contract, we have both agreed that we would participate in weekly reflections through a discussion forum. So one of the things about this group of students that I have right now, they're, they're a quiet group, um, a li- maybe a little bit introverted, maybe a little bit more introspective, but overall very quiet. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Let me say that first of all. It's just 
I'm not used to that from an instructor standpoint. And so there is a disconnect maybe for me in what I've come to expect from classes. So let me just, let me give you an idea of what I say. Um, I wish I had more engagement in the classroom. I feel like I'm not getting the engagement that I need to be able to teach as prop as 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 I want to, and so you know my team we kind of talk about that because we we notice that this group of students is is more quiet, and so as as I talk about this and I think about engagement, you know I my my graduate degree is in education and you know a big component of that is learning development theory, student engagement, that kind of thing. And I know the formal definition of engagement, but I also know it's very complex. And everybody's perception is a little bit different. So I thought, well, this would be a great weekly reflection to have with the students. So I opened the discussion forum and I asked, what is your definition of student engagement? And then I asked them if they thought they lived up to their definition and how they could improve on it. And so I always try to open up the discussion question by participating first. So, you know, hopefully everybody listens or reads what I say and then comments back on what I've asked for. And and hopefully everybody's reading and learning about each other in this whole education thing that we got going on. So I opened the discussion forum by saying... um, that I really hope everybody participated in this week's conversation because I really, really wanted them to know, wanted to know what they thought the definition of engagement was. So um, for me, this is exactly what I've said. I'm going to read to you what I've said on the discussion forum. I wish I had a little bit more engagement happening in the classroom. When I say this, what I mean is I would like you to participate with me rather than me having to drag conversation out of you. When you initiate conversation about the content, I know you're interested in it. I can see purpose and passion from you. As an instructor, I thrive on that passion. It brings out the best of me from a teaching standpoint. So if you have a different definition of engagement than I do, maybe if I understood your definition, I could help bring out the best in you. And so do you see from my discussion point, it's, it's my opinion, right? And it's all about me. And for, a, for me, a very large part of engagement is an emotional connection, And when I don't have that, it makes me very anxious. And I know exactly where it comes from. So we are all a product. Who we are today is largely influenced by what we experienced growing up. And growing up... um, as, as a child and a teenager and really as a young adult, I had a father that that didn't really ask for opinions. He told you what your opinions would be and you, you really weren't able to have a, a differing opinion without it being a big argument. So I grew up thinking what I said or the opinions that I have didn't matter. 
And so as an educator, this is a big deal, right? Right? Because what we say does matter. That's how you're getting the information that you need to be a good respiratory therapist to pass your credentialing exams. So I've done a lot of work on this. I mean, um, I'm, I'm a much better educator now than I was then, but I am still sometimes triggered when I don't feel like somebody is paying attention to what I say. It makes me feel like maybe I'm wasting their time. Maybe they're not interested in what I have to say. And so in the classroom, this is something that causes me anxiety when I don't have a lot of conversation. And this for me is a very emotional thing. So engagement for me to be a good teacher means I have to know that the students want to learn from me. If I feel like they're interested, I'm going to be at my very, very best, okay? So there is a very emotional part of engagement, and that emotional part is very, very, very important for me. And I am so hardwired into that emotional component of engagement that I don't give as much consideration to the thinking component of engagement. So this week's discussion forum that we set up was very, very important to me and very insightful to me because the students reminded me of the thinking component of it. And I've asked them if I could share. And so I would like to read to you what they shared with me because number one, I'm really proud of the thought process that went into this. And I'm very thankful for the learning that I had as a result of this. So let me just share, I'm going to share several so you can, as a student, start thinking about, was well, this engagement to you or is does engagement mean something else? So here's one of my students. To me, engagement means that I, as a student, am present in whatever topic is being discussed, whether that be online or physically, that I interact by either verbally answering questions or by doing a physical gesture like nod and maintaining eye contact as much as possible. I do believe I live up to my definition on a weekly basis. An improvement that I am making is to participate and volunteer more on topics, questions, and discussion boards and not shy away from them. Okay, so I love this in a couple of different ways. I know this student read my stuff first, and this student understands what I need as an instructor to be my best and are do, will be doing things, and this student does, like like um, eye contact and nodding as much as possible. I know that this person is listening. I see this, and this makes me, you know, I'm not triggered with that anxiety because I see this in the classroom. But I also love this because the thought process about engaging and what needs to be done to, for as a student to make the learning process more fulfilling and more effective is that interaction to participate, to volunteer on topics, to open up those channels of communication. I am a firm believer that critical thinking cannot take place without discussions of some type. All right, let me read you another one. I believe the term engagement is considered an active term. That being said, this means actively participating in class, volunteering for things, asking questions, and being able to thoroughly discuss the topic. 
I feel personally I am quieter in a larger group setting. It's easier for me to open up in smaller groups, and that's something I need to work on. I hope to be conti- I hope to try to continue to be engaged in the classroom setting and hopefully be able to open up more in a large setting. Okay, again, this person is thinking about what they need to do how they need to engage to enhance their learning. And again, being able to thoroughly discuss the topic. If you understand the topic, you will be able to have an intelligent conversation about it. Okay? You will be able to help others understand it. But again, do you see that discussion has to happen? Here's another one. Engagement to me means being part of a group setting, participating such as actively listening, making eye contact, and responding back and forth about the discussion. Asking questions if unclear about certain topics. Showing interest to whomever the speaker is and understanding what they are saying. Okay, again, do you see about responding back and forth with the discussions, asking questions? So there is this verbal component to engagement, right? It's having discussions. It is thinking about how to enhance learning. This one was really good for me because, like I said, I am... I am that emotional connection, right? I need the discussion. I need to know that people are paying attention to me. But when sometimes I don't see that, I think they're not. So this this response to the discussion form really allowed me to gain a little bit more insight on what's going on into this student's brain. To me, engaging means being attentive and immersive. I think this week I was definitely attentive. I try to always give class my full attention. I do feel immersed as I try and absorb everything and visualize things, rationalize certain topics in my head. Maybe the part I lack is showing it externally by talking and giving feedback or input. I'm more of a listener and visualizer in my head. Throughout class, I am nonstop talking to myself and rationalizing what is being taught. I can try to vocalize my thoughts from now on and have better engagement as a whole rather than leaving the engagement slowly between the material and myself. Make it a group teacher and student engagement and see if that works better for me. All right. So this helps me so much because now I know when I am lecturing, the student gives me eye contact and the student nods, but I also know what they're doing in their mind. I would have never known this if we didn't participate in this discussion. So when I see maybe less of what I need, which is that feeling, when I'm not getting that feeling, this person is assuring me that that engagement is going on in their head. And this makes me feel better, right? This makes me feel less anxious because I know that they, they, they are being immersed in that. But there is also that acknowledgement, that thought process and what they can do to better enhance their learning, okay? To, to be more actively engaged. Let me give you another one. Let's see. Um, student engagement to me is being involved and present during class, clinical, and lab, whether it is by answering questions, asking questions, performing a task, and engaging with my classmates. I believe that I lived up to being engaged this week during class. I'm getting more comfortable with not always saying the right answer, but at least trying because that's the only way to learn new things is by trying and engaging with your teachers. 
I ask a lot of questions out loud. I call on my students with questions, you know, just to keep them paying attention to me. And, and I know that that's uncomfortable. I, I, I do. Um, but <laughs> it is as uncomfortable as it is, it makes them have to explain things and verbalize things. And I really understand that that's where instruction happens. I also know that there's a vulnerability to that. You know, it's, it's hard to be called upon and feel like, okay, maybe you don't know the answer. Maybe you do. Um, and, and, and that's part of the process is kind of being able to open up and be, it's being okay with being wrong on occasion. That's what school is for, to be wrong and to allow yourself to open up to saying, okay, yes, I am wrong, but teach me what is right. Okay. So there is a level of vulnerability that you're going to have to, to overcome a little bit. And, and me as well, there's always a little bit of vulnerability when we're up in front of the classroom. Like I said, my vulnerability is to is feeling like nobody's listening. So we all have to overcome that. Um, Let's see. Let me give you one more. To me, engagement means I am focused on the lecture and interacting and conversing about the material as it is being presented. It means showing my instructors that I am actively listening by gesturing confirmation of understanding or asking questions when I'm confused. I think I doubt my understanding of the material, which makes it hard for me to want to volunteer to answer questions during lecture. There's that vulnerability again, right? Um even though I usually do understand the question and choose the right answer when I read it and answer it to myself. I believe I can improve by volunteering more to answer questions and learning from them, even if I don't know the answer. I also think I need to participate in discussions as they are happening during class to ensure I am learning from them and possibly helping my classmates along the way. Okay, do you see that thought process? What I need to do to enhance that educational process. And do you see how it involves discussion? And I really like this to and possibly helping my classmates along the way. Discussion is not only you being able to logically discuss because you've come prepped and you've learned, it's also you being able to teach others with it. Guys, this is part, a critical part of learning is you will learn from each other, but that learning can only happen when you have discussions with one another. That deeper level of thinking, that critical thinking, that analysis can only happen through discussions, through questioning, through um, through testing and 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 when I say testing, testing a theory, discussing it, what ifing it. So discussions are a major part of the learning process. So I don't know about you. I hope you found um, these these um, postings helpful to help you think as a student about engagement. If you're an instructor listening, I'd urge you to have this type of discussion with your students. It's really insightful. And I'll tell you, I'm going to do this every year with a new group of students that start because if I know individually how they are engaging or they see themselves engaging, I will be less probably stressed and anxious when I don't have that emotional connection if I know what's going on in their heads, okay? And then if they understand from me also that it is an emotional connection, it is feeling that I'm being heard, they know that they also need to give me those indicators. Just eye contact and head nods will work for me. 
I really get jazzed with conversation if somebody talks to me, but at least if they're paying attention to me, I will feel better. So I hope this has helped. Next podcast, we are going to talk about purpose and passion. Are they the same? Are they different? And how you can bring them into the educational environment. So kind of be thinking along those lines. We'll talk about it in the next couple of weeks. Um, I hope you found this beneficial. I want you to go into next week studying, preparing, and engaging. See you soon.